this will never air. Have you guys been on a podcast together before? No, I don't think so. No? Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> I thought we had once. Andrew, Matt, Matt, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Oh, well met. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember. I don't know about what you Boy, I'm second in podcast appearances. Or at least I will be. Mm-hmm. Andrew sneaking up on me. And Andrew splaining. Andrew's interest in the Apple Watch. I think we're holding that for <laughs> for the show that will never end. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do while you guys are talking. <laughs> Play Fallout Three. Play over not here. I don't Fallout Four. <laughs> I mean the game, or the, not the game, the uh, podcast on Sunday with Rye and Andrew. Ah, uh, yeah. We're I just going to spend time talking about chemtrails. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it going to be a uh, a night moves? Something like <laughs> It could be. I'm seeing Twix Yard, and I'm just imagining that that's a neighborhood in Boston. <laughs> oh, no, my good friend. That is a yard of Twix. <laughs> that seems like a yard more than you need. I mean, there were, but that's the great thing is it's not just one yard. It's like four yards, right? Well, okay, so it's a snowmer. <laughs> so it's just wrong. Well, I don't know. Is there one Twix in there? Or is there? I think there's only it, one. It looks like it looks like packages that have been actually you know just stuck on their side. But yes, it it is in fact eighteen Twix candy bars, hmm. side side by side. So there's definitely four. This, Four yards of Twix. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how people eat that much. Well, Wait, is it f- four yards? Slowly, oh. one imagines. Well, right, because the whole thing is definitely a yard long, and there's four. There's four Twix inside of each. Am I thinking of the wrong thing? Maybe there are just two. There's only two, <laughs> but I think two. these are individually wrapped. I think the way you eat that is first you give up on life. <laughs> And then you open the package and accept your fate. It's okay. I think I was... Uh, I Interesting. Think I was That's the same up. philosophy I use with Tim Tams. <laughs> right. Because wow. you have to eat two packages because that's 22. Yeah, right. <laughs> what I like about... I posted the um, Amazon link to this into the robot. And it's, uh, it, the Amazon description quantifies this in everything except length. And it's literally sold on the strength of its length. Includes 18 Twix candy bars and a 32.22 ounce. That extra .22 ounces is important, I think. Uh, It's 2 pounds. Shipping weight is 3.4 pounds, though, for some reason. So you lose 1.4 pounds of Twix. Packaging material. See what yeah. else? There's there's other random candy bars down here. A Kit Kat in white chocolate that seems unconscionable. Um, oh, Snickers fun size chocolate candy display. Okay, this set. Mm. Mm. No, no, you'll understand. So the description says ninety pieces, but the box clearly says eighty. Oh, it says eighty calories per piece. That's misleading. 
<laughs> the big number doesn't mean what I think it does. Yeah. There's oh, even I a also... space in here for you to write how much they cost in cents. Oh, this is great. There's a pull-down oh, menu to suggest that there are 13 sizes. No, no, look at the fourth picture. It's someone holding it up to their chest for scale, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> understand. <laughs> it's about as big as your torso. Oh, you can get the, uh, an 11-ounce variety pack, and that's got Snickers, Snickers peanut butter, and Snickers almond. Well, why wouldn't you get that, surely? Wait, there's a fourth Snickers, Snickers crisper. What? What? As what? if you need a crisp. Oh my gosh. So wait, uh, but that's not the okay. The, what's the one that comes in the yellow package? Isn't there like a crunchy butterfingers? Uh, peanut butter in the yellow, orange is yellow, almond is white. This is so weird. Almond is white, not white chocolate. That seems. Hmm. hmm. Now I want a zero bar. And we- yes, uh, yellow. I'm told. Yellow, I'm told, is Snickers peanut butter squared. And then there's also a Snickers egg. And there's Snickers ice cream. Snickers ice cream brownies. This just in. Breaking news. More Breaking. For, I'm more. on the scene with Snickers ice cream brownies. Oh, pretty good. More variety than you ever thought possible. Snickers. Snickers to go. Snickers fun size and Snickers miniatures. Snickers fun size and Snickers miniatures, totally different things. Which is to say, Snickers miniatures are square-shaped and Snickers fun size are slightly rectangular. So, coming through the rest of the uh, the large uh, candies here, there is a 26-pound gummy worm. Just a single gummy worm. Yes, a single gummy worm. Oh, I know. <laughs> a giant 26-pound gummy worm... Party python snake. <laughs> Gummy worm like that, you don't need all at once for sure. <laughs> oh, I do like the fellow in the leather listen, pants. No, listen. Tails uh, not here. No, that's very nice. Listen, do you need 240 atomic fireball candies? Because boy, yes. have I got a deal for you. All in my mouth. Or would you like a 24 count of candy cigarettes? No. Mm. Ew. <laughs> no. Remember candy cigarettes? I suppose now it has to be like candy vapes or something, right? Like they have to be black in color or whatever. <laughs> they have to puff out a weird, weird smelling smoke. When yeah, you, exactly. Uh, it's slightly fruity, but also has a twinge of uh, perhaps smugness about it. <laughs> yes. Oh, am I the only one who had a uh, candy hookah growing up? <laughs> Did you now? Did you have to, do you, did you, now wait, for a candy hookah, do you like pour a nickel nip in it? Like, how does that work? (laughs) And then does it heat up like there's an easy bake oven element in it to heat it up? Like, I'm actually seeing this could be a valuable toy. You could make a toy hookah with like, you know, some liquid candies or whatever. It's actually that liquid that's in the middle of the Christmas candies, the red ones. Oh my goodness. Mm Mm-hmm. Diabetes. I have I have feelings about candies that have liquids inside them, like gels, like caramel, fine, but like a straight liquid, eh. Nope. But like liqueurs, right? I mean, that's the liqueur, mm, perhaps. Anyway, I, mean, I just the, pasted the good in stuff. This is twenty four rolls of Necco wafers, which I think it's twenty four <laughs> than anyone would ever want. I'm pretty sure Necco wafers are just like rebadged reject chalk, right? So, but. 
see, that's the really yeah, funny thing, though. I love Smarties, and I hate Necco wafers, and I am not even entirely sure how that can possibly be. I'm just, uh, I've just been informed uh, by my assistant that they have chocolate Necco wafers. Mm-hmm. No. What? Hmm. No. 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 I'm gonna what? assume they taste are they, horrible. Are they chocolate covered or? They- no, they are chocolate things. Oh, no, but here, so you can sample them because there are, in fact, Junior Necco wafers, which is basically a package of Necco wafers cut in half and mm-hmm. then resealed. Hmm. Excellent. I'm going to have to go to my authoritative source for Odd Candy, which is my local Cracker Barrel. Right, so Cracker Barrel has a lot of odd candy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a grocery store in my hometown called Jungle Gyms, and they have tons of weird candy, like all the candy that you forgot about having as a child. They have it there. Do they have any playground equipment? Um, no. Mm. False advertising. See, they're, they're, well, you know, it's, it's really it's a grocery store. But next to the candy thing is an animatronic Elvis Tiger. Yes? Hell yes. <laughs> That's perfect. I mean, what else would you put next to a candy stand? Well, I mean, obviously, right? Let me... Hang on. I need to... Fu- I was going to say, I need I, to see this. Right. Just Google Jungle Gyms Elvis. Jungle Gyms. I think... He, mm, images. Oh, oh, I hold on. The there's, shopping. there's video? There's video. Oh, there's tons of video. All right. I'm going to click the link here. Whoa. Uh, Free for no ads. I don't know that that's an Elvis. It is. Me- well, that's what I'm saying. It's a tiger <laughs> Elvis or whatever, or a lion Elvis. I'm not sure exactly what animal it's, uh, you know, taking inspiration from. Uh, wow. We're going to have to put this in the show notes. There's also yeah. later in the store um, a Campbell's soup can swinging on a swing. And then there are various serial characters in a band. They have a lot of animatronics at this grocery store. It's it's, it's quite eccentric. So is it like a, a Costco? Is it like a big, big grocery store? Or just like a run-in-the-mill grocery store it's, that just happens to have these things in it? It's a big, big grocery store with lots of stuff from all over the world. That's kind of the conceit of the grocery store. Okay. Elvis is on a timer. He comes on every five minutes. Please be patient. Thank you. I think the original Elvis was on a timer as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However long it took to make a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing he ever put out those films, isn't it? <laughs> I want you... So, on the subject of um, Jungle Gyms, Jungle Gyms won an award for their best bathrooms. Mm. Because uh, what they did is when they remodeled, which was several years ago, they put in some bathrooms, and uh, what they appear as on the outside are porta potties. And then you open the porta potties and go inside, and they are in fact very nice palatial bathrooms. So, oh, Bravo <laughs> Jungle Gym, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, it's a turns out, right? Because you're like, oh, I thought this was a porta potty, but it's not a porta potty, and people apparently thought that was great. Yeah. Moving bathrooms forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Disrupting bathrooms, I think. <laughs> Uber although, for bathrooms. Although many people have been disrupting bathrooms in another sense for quite some time. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Strangebathrooms.blogspot.com is a site that I'm on. <laughs> hmm. Sites 
sites related to what you're looking at. Include. Surprisingly, they have more than one post, although this blog has not been updated in, since 2011. Oh. And I'm sure there's more strange bathrooms out there to be cataloged. Definitely. Maybe they just moved to Tumblr, because Tumblr is where you put these things now. Well, okay. This is a strange bathroom Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr. Yeah, of course. Strange strange bathrooms, all one word, dot Tumblr, dot com. Also only updated since 2011. Oh, that's unfortunate. Maybe, maybe there really are only that many strange bathrooms. That's a bummer. Well, you figure that Japan is putting out new strange bathrooms every day. Right. Japan is to... increasing the worldwide entropy of bathrooms. So. Yes. Well, they put Elvis in a Santa outfit at Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Put Elvis in a, in a strange bathroom. That would be something. Here's the bathrooms. Look at that. I, I, want, to, I want you to know that I'm on Eminem's website, and it is age-gated. That's awesome. You have to put in your date of birth to look at some chocolate candies. Thanks, Wait. Obama. Right. They had to put a sign on the bathrooms that say no carts, please. Yeah, because it is in the main shopping area, I suppose mm-hmm. they have possibly had problems with people wheeling their carts into the bathroom, which is, yeah. Who no. does that? Hold on. That's what you call a strange bathroom. Hold on. Have you been lying to us this whole time? Because the sign, the sign next to this says Jungle Johns. <sighs> no, no, no! It's a joke. Get it? Because it's the Johns at Jungle Gems. Yeah, that's a that's a kind of yeah. joke, you know. <laughs> wow, the store is full of that kind of punny humor. I don't, I don't know if I could stand shopping at this place. I, th- I think I might have to hurt myself. Well, here's the thing: they definitely have Tim Tams, among other things. Because they oh. have an entire Australian section. I mean, what other? What do you want? You want some? Uh, you want some Hogoslog? Like they got that. <laughs> you need a fifty-pound bag of basmati rice? Like they got at least a hundred. Hmm. The only thing I mean, you want? Uh, no, no, wait, no, no, wait. You want ground kangaroo? I can get you ground kangaroo. The, the only, the only food stuff from Australia you want to eat is Vegemite, right? That's the no, no, no. Tim Tams, obviously. Please. Vegemite. I Actually, mean, they have Vegemite. They have Vegemite and Marmite, so you can argue over which is better. The other day, I was looking for a Amazon giveaway, and uh, there is a pack of Australian foods for about $50. Hmm. You think our listeners are worth $50? Wow. Yeah. That, I, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's $1 for every listener. I was going to say, did, you, did, you, did wow. you get an advertiser, a sponsor, that kind of financial outlay or what well before you subtract the people who are actually on it who listen to it i guess it's less than one dollar well, yeah, it's more then, than a dollar per listener. Word. yeah well if but, you subtract the amount of people that are on the podcast then you're down to like five listeners so but th- that's a one we, way to get more listeners is to do something like that right well i think we're the only podcast whose listenership also consists of everyone who's ever been on the podcast mm-hmm. so that is uh some kind of accomplishment yeah I'm it's very almost fond like a of ta- our... that's like a kind of a tautology sort of i don't know i'm very fond of our our podcast collective at, that we have here what we are is we're own we're, we're our own self-contained podcast universe exactly mm. We are the quintessential listener-supported exactly. radio broadcast. And by viewers like you. 
Support for this program is provided by the Sloan Foundation. The Sloan Foundation, promoting the arts and sciences through money. The Arthur Vining Davis Foundations. Does anybody like candy buttons? Uh, n- are those the ones that you pull off and then the paper sticks to the back? Because yes, they're impossible to eat, yeah. and uh-huh. thus I have to question See, how it is that anybody actually likes them. My daughter so unless you're a, unless you're a fan of paper. In which I avoid case, I avoid eating paper so that candy is somewhat, you know, <laughs> concerning to me. Can I? What about circus peanuts? Do, do people eat those? Because those are like, I mean, I, circus peanuts are terrible, basically. Mm. They, t- they taste awful. Well, apparently- they taste worse than candy corn. <laughs> I'm just going to draw a line in the sand. My family apparently, uh, you would not enjoy hang- hanging out with because my daughter loves candy buttons and my wife loves uh, circus peanuts as long as they're soft you probably like candy corn well so do you have to get them fresh like how do you how do you determine uh well they can squeeze it ahead of time before you unwrap it yeah they come in a plastic bag so you can just squeeze and make sure they're not hard i mean because they don't they never disintegrate or degrade so you have to to poke them and make sure that they're soft or else you'll get i have qualms about foods that never expire (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem like a thing that should should exist food should eventually expire well, hmm. i don't know you pressure treat all your food don't you i mean here's it before you put it my in question there? is are they organic circus peanuts i i doubt it mm. uh, excuse For me free I, range? I believe i believe you mean artisanal oh right hmm. uh, so uh one of my friends was saying uh, he was describing because we're in college that he doesn't have mo- enough money to purchase, um, you know, goodly amounts of food at the moment. And he determined that a way to solve his hunger problem was to eat candy corn because it made him sick to his stomach and basically prevented him from feeling hungry. Hmm, which I thought was an like... interesting strategy. <laughs> Perhaps not the best. <laughs> but, I mean, that's... You, you, you eventually do have to eat some calories. I mean, if if it's all coming back. <laughs> Well, what, what is candy corn if not random calories? Yeah, but you're, you eat any sufficient quantity of candy corn, and it's not going to stay there. I mean, it's going to go places. Mm. Candy pumpkin, candy apple, which is not the same as candy corn or candy pumpkin. So I want to take a stand here because um, I think on top four here recently, Tiffany Armit made the claim that the pumpkin candy – the candied pumpkin was worse than candy corn. This is factually untrue. I would argue that they are essentially the same, except for food coloring. <laughs> Probably true. Not gonna, not gonna throw that one out. But I will say that I think that the candy corn, not the candy corn, but the candy pumpkins rather are sweeter, and it's mm. just enough sweeter to make it almost worthwhile. That probably makes them worse. Also, I found myself on the uh, Wikipedia page called Category Halloween Food, and among these articles are General Mills monster-themed breakfast cereals. Oh, excellent. Which I was not sure related to Halloween specifically. Also not sure why there's an entire article devoted to these Count Chocula and Frankenberry and Booberry. Welcome back to This uh, Will Never Candy. This will never candy. Fruit. Excuse me. This is... This is candy you eat for breakfast. You you pour a little milk on it and demand more. 
Does anyone remember Nesquik cereal? Oh, that stuff was horrible. <laughs> Absolutely well, horrible. The, like the, I reason, the, the reason I liked it is because it was like Cocoa Puffs, but the individual things were smaller than Cocoa Puffs. Like the, the Nesquik Puffs were just like smaller in size, which I preferred for some reason. Oh, I need some of this. I think they've discontinued Oreo O's as well. There's there's Nesquik cereal. It's in it's got a different language on it. I don't it's imported from somewhere. Well oh, remember when it changed from Quick to Nesquik? Yes. Yeah, my, my dad even, had opinions about that. Even the letter on the bunny changed. Which was well, right. excessively weird. Yeah, well it you know, it's revisionist history, right? Because... Like, you grow up your whole life, it's called Quick, and then one day it's called Nesquik, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's always been Nesquik. We've this always been a, at war with East Asia. This is a bit like the Berenstein Bears, right? Yeah. Well, we won't get into that, because I have some concerns with that. <clears throat> yes, Oreo O's, turns out, were discontinued in 2007. Wait, what's this word you're saying? Oreo O's. Oreo O's. The, imagine imagine Cheerios, but made of Oreo. Wait. I mean, liter, literally cookies for breakfast, but not cookie crunch. Yeah, that's, that's Oreo, O-R-E-O space O apostrophe S. Very important. You can get them from Korea. Turns out. Mm-hmm. I'll just pop over later today. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just a plane? Oh, no, Damn. I lied. Currently unavailable on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, um, hold on. Have we gone to South Korean Amazon here? Uh, not even sure you, there is a South Korean Amazon. Mm. South Korean Amazon consists primarily of kimchi and edamame. Hmm. That's more, really all I know about Korea. More soy than you can shake a stick at. 25 mm. awesome cereals that no longer exist. Oreos, Oreo-O's is the number one. Oh, well, as it should be. Pop tarts. Does anyone remember? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Excuse me. Does anyone remember Waffle Crisp? Mm. I enjoyed that. It was basically the fun of eating waffles without the hassle of making waffles, until you discovered that freezer waffles were totally a thing mm. and required Lego. zero to no effort. Lego my ego. Mm. Uh, well, you know. Oh, is that I'm sorry? Legos. Waffle Crisp. Is that what you just said? Waffle Crisp. Yes, yep. it's on the list discontinued of course it just <laughs> my childhood is discontinued is what i'm learning i mean surge waffle crisp now surge came back didn't it yeah but you know it's not the same because now i'm like health conscious so i can't really drink it Ah, oh, that's fair yeah i'm informed that um nesquik has a double chocolate flavor which I wonder how that measures up to our local dairy's ultimate chocolate flavor of milk. Which frankly just tastes like too much chocolate. It tastes like you're drinking Hershey's syrup. Ooh. Which I can't advise based I on personal know. experience. I, I would like to argue with the fact that there could possibly be too much too much chocolate, but you make a fair point. I mean so that, it, that it, might be a bit much. You ever eat an entire Hershey's bar in like one sitting and it starts to kind of get into your mouth like I don't know. Hershey's that's chocolate a, isn't a good thing to eat anyway because it's just not good chocolate. But that's not the best part. Mm, the slightly stingy sensation of the yes, chocolate. absolutely. Mm, you I don't like that? that? No, no, I hate it. That's one of the. I mean, honestly, that's one of the reasons why I like 
eating Hershey's chocolate has that weird, slightly metallic. Oh, I'm sorry. Our local dairy doesn't call it ultimate chocolate. They call it serious chocolate. Hmm. It's important that the, you know, it's important that chocolate be serious. For your brand. Well, yes, I think that's trademarkable, so. (laughs) This This chocolate milk isn't screwing around. No. It's (laughs) freaking serious. It's a league game, Smokey. (laughs) So here's Uh, some of the discontinued cereals. Pop-Tarts Crunch. Yeah, see, that's the one I was thinking. Wait, yeah, because they were little, little, slightly after my time. The little mini frosted ones, right? Uh, I can't tell. I've got a tiny, tiny picture. Oh wow, no, that's early. Wow, that's before my time. It doesn't look like they have any frosting on them. No, I'd like to remember there being like frosting on them, but Uh, I'd just like to say I'm on the Pop Tarts wiki now. Hmm. There's a wait. Oh wow, poptarts.wikia.com course there is here are our top five frosted apple strudel hot fudge sundae strawberry fruit and yogurt choco lantern frosted chocolate fudge and frosted s'mores i can recommend uh several pop tarts flavors uh i will say that you know traditional star- strawberry is very good yes um they had a cookie dough flavor for some time that was good that's a little bit much for breakfast though yeah uh, you're eating pop tarts I mean, I know, but <laughs> pop tarts. I mean, there's got to be a I limit. Mean, maybe. Um, ooh, they have a dulce de leche flavor for toasted caramel. I don't know if I said that correctly at all. You know the fancy term that people use for uh, caramel? Caramel. Ca- caramel. I think <clears throat> you think of dulce de leche. The. <laughs> If I click the flavors, it oh never mind, it's working out. Oh oh my word, yes, Teddy Grahams. Ooh, oh. I remember that cereal. Teddy Graham cereal. The, it came with the three flavors, right? With the three different colored boxes. Oh, that was a mm, that was something else. Wow. I, I just want around. I just want us to own up. How many of you ate only the marshmallows and Lucky Charms? See. I grew up in a household that sugary cereal was un- was unacceptable. I got mm. one box of Fruit Loops for my birthday, which oh, was an annual tradition. Oh. I was like oh. twelve or fifteen. But yeah, absolutely no sugared cereal. Fruit Loops. Yeah, I mean, there's so for my much... birthday. Fruit Loops for my birthday. <sighs> That's just an insult. Like if someone gave me Fruit Loops for my birthday, I would be insulted because I mean, Fruit Loops. Like seriously, Fruit Loups. I don't know. Maybe I like Toucan Anyways. Sam a lot, but... I feel like I could make a reasonable reasonable business out of repackaging Pop-Tarts as energy bars. I think people would buy into that. But, I mean, in that case, they would be the, the uncooked variety, right? So do you, do you take are a stance? Are energy bars uncooked? No, I'm, I'm taking... Are you going to take a stance on the... Oh, heated yeah, versus unheated. Right. Well, pop yeah. I mean, who has time to toast a pop tart? <laughs> the only <laughs> thing I toasted was toaster strudel because that required toasting. Everyone who can afford pop tarts probably has time to to <laughs> toast their pop tarts. What are you implying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it uh, takes upwards of thirty seconds. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I've got to be running out that door right now. Have you now? Have you guys heard um, 
Brian Regan's uh, microwaving pop tarts routine. No. His bit. No. no. Oh, so good. So let's see here. Microwaving pop tarts. I thought. Is this it? Yeah. Hang on. No, I, no, 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 no Yahoo answers on how many, how long I should microwave my Pop-Tart for. I, I, no, 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 no. Well, no. is it what it's less? I'm curious. What do they recommend? How long does one microwave Pop-Tarts for? The best answer, and I quote, about 20 seconds to get it warm. If it's not your pleasure, keep adding 10 seconds until you are satisfied. <laughs> I feel you like that's also... general guidance for how to microwave <laughs> things. <laughs> You could See also the, try toasting it. Heat See, until warm. Is, no, I love you, can, you can also try toasting the Pop-Tart because it is a toaster pastry. <laughs> so my problem with microwaving Pop-Tarts is that after about 40 seconds, I think the uh, frosting just turns into lava. Mm. So Exactly. And so there's a... There's a we have to uh, we have to heat them up and then we have to let them cool down before we can eat them. Mm, mm-hmm. Exactly, like pizza roll problem. Exactly. Ever, I think you have to, you know, as you do with toast, you have to toast the pop tart and then coat it in butter, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so back to cereals. We're uh, you guys are probably too young to ever had Nintendo cereal system. What? Wait, wait. Nintendo <laughs> it was system. I'm two, learning so much today. It was two cereals, and it was uh, kind of like... Did you have to blow on them before you put them in the bowl? <laughs> hmm. Um, Nintendo. Was there a Super Nintendo cereal system? No. Uh-huh. Well, maybe in Japan. Or like a, you know, a cereal boy that was like, you know, well... I think that would have been a Pop-Tart because that's the portable one, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Cereal box has two vertical bags inside, each <laughs> containing a different cereal. That's an innovation. Mm-hmm. Call that a disruption. One side, called Super Mario Brothers Action Series, consists of fruity-flavored Marios. I don't like how they describe that. <laughs> fruity-flavored Marios. Not like Mario-shaped marshmallows or whatever, just actual Marios. Oh, so you're mixing Super Mario Brothers and Zelda. Right. That seems. I'm not sure those two are meant to be mixed. I think that's non canonical. This is a non canonical cereal. I don't know how to to take that. I don't. I'm not sure what to do with this information (laughs) of the cereal. (laughs) Did it. Wait. Did the cereal box have the seal of quality on it? No. No. I don't see it on here. So, how did you know that? It was compatible with... I don't know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does have the uh, Purina Dog Chow logo on there, though. <laughs> <laughs> a little frightening. <laughs> I will admit, a lot of cereals cross over that line, perhaps somewhat questionably. Sometimes I would eat Kashi, and I would be like, I'm not so sure that this isn't... Ooh, what about C-3PO's? <laughs> I don't remember ever having those. It's apparently a thing because I just found it here on Google Image Search. That was, it says it's mid '80s, but I don't. How remember. do they not? How did? How have they not come out with that again for the new Star Wars movie? Because mm-hmm. they've literally branded everything else. Right. I mean, like, what was I? What can you get now that 
there's something you can get that's shaped like. Ah, I was at the store the other day. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think I saw Darth Vader and Yoda fruit snacks. Mm. Mm. Here, Star Wars cereal unveiled by General Mills. It's, uh, yeah, you got a dark side and a light side. Yoda. Well, this doesn't make any sense because this is the. This is this year. Yoda's not in this movie. Well, actually, neither is Darth Vader, so that is really weird. You don't know that Yoda's not in the movie. Um, Spoiler alert. And it looks like Lucky Charms. Well, kind of. It's got marshmallows, but the the cereal looks more like... mm, What is that? Mm, I can't remember what... Like corn... Is it corn puffs? What is that one flavor? It's like a really... Light. Corn pops? Wait. Corn pops. There you go. There it is. Marshmallows and corn pops. Got, gotta have my pops. <laughs> this does not look very good, actually. <laughs> Some of these shapes, I can't tell what they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I guess there's a stormtrooper helmet. Uh, if a stormtrooper got ran over by a truck. What's well, that? I feel like they do. <laughs> <laughs> that and, almost looks like a repurposed UFO. That they've mm. just recolored. Mm-hmm. And then the two lightsabers look more like ice cream cones. Or bananas. Or bananas, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, whoever put space balls in the cereal into <laughs> the robot. <laughs> it, I like it even says 100% sugar on the box. <laughs> oh, dear. Too true. That's the thing. Well, I hate to take us away from food, but I do well, have... I'd- one other thing I I came across that mm. I wanted to talk about. Mm. Um, Go ahead, caller. One of the other shows, someone talked about Lauren Michaels, mm. who is the uh, producer for life for Saturday Night Live, yeah, I believe. Benevolent, mm-hmm. Yeah, benevolent dictator for life. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's one of those people who has a both a first name for his first name and last name. And so I was curious if there was a... Like, well, is Lorne really a first name? I was going to say, I was going to say, is Lorne really a first name? It apparently I mean, that, is. It kind of sounds like he switched I mean, them. I feel like by definition it is, but is it really like a canonical first name? Because I... Like, how many people are naming their children Lorne? Probably uh, not many. Lorne Green? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh... Lorne is a angel of the Creville Swath of the Deathwork clan. So there you go. I'm it's here. A character so, in the Buffy spinoff, Angel. Mm-hmm. Lorne way. is not in the top 1,000 names for any year of birth, <laughs> beginning with 2,000. Here, Lorne is a given name and a place name, especially popular in Canada. <laughs> there you go. Canada. There's a li- There's a huge list of Lorne's. Well, Canadians don't have anything to do in the winter, so they just sit around and make up names. Oh, Lauren Michaels is Canadian. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Everyone who works on SNL is Canadian. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it's required. There, I mean, there are a lot of famous Canadians on our television. You know, Alex Trebek. Yeah, it's Canadian. true. Peter Jennings, Canadian, though he's now deceased. They, they come here and they steal all our honest American acting jobs. Mm-hmm. He did change his name. His last name was not Michaels. It was Lipowitz. Well, wouldn't you? (laughs) 
So I found a Michael Lawrence who lives mm-hmm. in uh, Denver, Colorado. So uh, if he's wil- listening, welcome to the show. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> We're glad that you are listening to mm-hmm. our fine program. I should track him down and email him and tell him, hey, we talked about you for a brief 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> So I've searched for Michael Lawrence, and among the suggested searches are, is Jack Donahue ma- based on Lorne Michaels? So, Which is a valid question. Mm. Turns out, yes. Seems likely. Seems likely. It says yes, but also no. Mm-hmm. It says <laughs> Tina Fey denies that the character is based on Lorne Michaels, but Alec Baldwin took inspiration from Lorne Michaels anyway, so... Whatever. So, who plays Liz Lemon? Hmm. Hmm. So, so, Mike, do you have any other favorite only first name names? Um, I, I didn't come prepared with more than one. Sorry. What about the most generic name possible? For example, I had a friend who uh, once got singled out by the TSA because his name sounds too generic. Like Bob so Smith they, or something? Close. close. Uh, but basically, they must have thought it you know, was a fake name. Because it kind of sounds like a fake name, right? Mm-hmm. So. John Doe. Mm. Bob Stevenson. No Larry more Johnson. generic than that. Dr. Rosen Rosen. You're probably too young for that reference. Mm. <laughs> yep. I like being referred to being too young. I, I like this. This needs to happen more often in my life. Uh, that's from the Fletch movies. Don't ask oh. me which one. I think it's from Fletch Lives. Hmm. These are films I avoided Ugh. growing up. What? I'm I'm not a. F- I, I don't like funny people. <laughs> Just you don't like funny people. Yeah, no. Hmm. I, I I don't like watching comedies at all. Most of them are not that funny to me, and I just you know sit alone and cry in my bed. Eating a f- yard-long Kit Kat. <laughs> Close enough, that, Mike. That was quite a turn. <laughs> Kit Kat yard. There's definitely four of them. Well. Definitely four of them. Not a thing, unfortunately. Although I am getting videos of a Kit Kat walking around a yard. Not sure what's going on there. Really long Kit Kat bar. Kit Kat wafers, pack of 36. All right, that seems like that's probably enough. Deliver every two months. Review subscription. Why not just deliver me 36 Kit Kats every two months? (laughs) No, listen. I go through a lot of Kit Kats. I have a subscription. That's right. And I have a subscription to Kit Kat Monthly. Only the large wafers for me, please. Can I just ask why you would name a candy bar Zero? Uh, Why you would name it Zero? Because it's awesome. Well, what... What is that meant to convey? That's actually a good question. Let's find out. Zero. The first element of an array. Index. So please report you can also subscribe to a 36-pack uh, of Skittles Original. These subscriptions seem really weird to me because my wife had a subscription to uh, Aleve, I think. She takes a lot of Aleve. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Amazon canceled it. They no longer offer that subscription. Hmm. Well, you know, they don't want to encourage anything. 
Are you drinking a Nuka Cola? I wish. <laughs> hey, do you guys want to know the ingredients in a Yoohoo? Oh, oh God, sure. yes. Mm. <laughs> I would. I would love nothing more. A Nuka Yoohoo. How about that? Mm. Mm. They should tie that in, in the next game. They can uh, get a should. sponsorship there. That would be something. <laughs> I wonder if Yoohoo's glow after two hundred years without any uh, any inter- intervention. Or maybe I'm after being... They start glowing after about five years. <laughs> maybe put a little re- radiation to it. Half out. life you get... of you who. It's important that we quantify that. I posted a link into the robot. This is a pack of 64 dark chocolate liquors with spirits in them. So now you can eat liquor. Oh, that's the world's best advent calendar right there. Exactly. That's what I thought. And it's $25. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Salsa, Canadian Club, Cointreau. Mm, but it's 24 pieces, so you should have started it at no, the beginning no, no. of November. I've got this, I've got this listed at well, 64 listen, pieces. <laughs> listen, Mike, I'm not afraid to catch up all in one day, all right? <laughs> If you eat a bunch of these in one sitting, does that constitute binge drinking or binge eating? Both. See? Two great tastes go great together. Mm. We're supposed to be helping people, not Wait encouraging people to dr- eat a pound no, of no, this, chocolate with liqueur in it and, and a yard of Kit Kats. This will help people. It's called chocolate body paint. <laughs> <laughs> because you need... No, I can't say it. I'm sorry. <clears throat> <sighs> well, I mean, if you it's were going to pick show. a body paint, you'd you'd probably pick chocolate, right? No, it's this is a family show, and we're just not we're not going to go there. Is know? this a family show? Uh, I feel like that was this, never established. This has got to be a family show. Mm-hmm. We don't curse. We don't not not curse nearly enough mm-hmm. for this to be anything but. Hmm. Here's uh, 20 brandy-filled candies, so you can get Well, that's track. not exciting. Can't we just get rid of the candy? Bring the boots. <laughs> well, I mean, but if you... Here's the thing. If you buy the liqueur set, do, do you have to show ID? How do they validate that? Well, this is a good question. I presume mm-hmm. it's not actually alcoholic, because I don't think that Amazon actually sells alcohol. Mm. Otherwise, I would totally be... Un- a two-month subscription for whiskey. <laughs> it's medicinal. Well, clearly. Let's Discover see. what Amazon does have Amazon wine. Hmm. Amazon wine. The Thanksgiving store. Shop now. Hmm. Can I order a turkey from you guys? How does this work? Oh. How yeah. do you buy a turkey? I will say that this show is going to have Amazon wanting to feed my grocery bill for like the next six months. So thanks, everybody. Here's the thing Mike needs to put affiliate links on everything. Yeah. I just found out I've been spelling turducken wrong. What? How can. <laughs> how, how do you misspell turducken? Well, I thought it was uh, T U R, and then the middle was D U K, and the back in the end was E N. I didn't oh, know it was turducken. This is close. And actually, I, I come from the part of the United States where this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had turducken, and 
yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It's good. I really do enjoy it um, because uh, by it's a lot of different flavors that you can put together. I think that that provides a a, a nice experience. The other thing is is that I the the last one I had was incredibly moist, wonderfully wonderfully moist. Good mouth feel. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Well, when you cook two birds with a super fatty bird in between, it's bound to turn out. Bird like that, you don't cook all at once. (laughs) So there, of course, there are like variations on turducken where you start adding more things. So why is that necessary? (laughs) So here we go, America. (laughs) A a bustard stuffed with a turkey. (laughs) With a goose. (laughs) Did you? Hold on, we got a whole list here, guys. This is going to take a minute because I got a bustard, good duckin, turkey with a goose, with a pheasant, with a chicken. With a duck, with a guinea fowl, with a teal, a woodcock, a partridge, a plover, a lapwing, a quail. Oh, you're just making up words now. I don't believe it. A bunny. This is a this is a hell of a grocery trip to get all this. And a gar a garden variety warbler. Yeah, you just I just imagine standing at the deli counter going, Okay, do you have a guinea fowl? No? How about a partridge? No. What about a what about a thrush? What about a thrush? Do you have a quail? You are ruining my Thanksgiving. What what was the name of this thing? Did it have a name? Yes, the the roti sans pareil, mm-hmm. which is French. I horridly mispronounced it. I have no doubt for roast without equal. Well, <laughs> to be found in the variations Certainly. section of the Turducken Wikipedia page. Well, seems- my question is, how big is this? Like, what size oven do I need? I imagine very, very large. Oh yes. I, you know, if you're going to be doing this for real, I think that you've got to like flash fry it, right? You could do the whole, well, get it all done, eleven herbs and spices, drop it in, right? Listen, I need this, and I need to sous vide this. Yep, that's how Let's you do it. it. <clears throat> the dish is a form of engastration, a method of cooking in which the cook stuffs the remains of one animal into another animal. That's I'd, undignified. Yeah, don't say remains. <laughs> remains <laughs> why not Come just on. say meat which is more correct <laughs> it's just undignified whole stuffed camel is claimed to be a traditional Bedouin wedding dish sort of like funeral potatoes but for weddings <laughs> a whole stuffed camel a recipe consisting of birds stuffed with birds whole stuffed camel a recipe is often treated with skepticism mm, well I can see why <laughs> <laughs> cook eggs, stuff eggs into fish, cook the fish, stuff the fish into cooked chickens, stuff the cooked chickens into roasted sheep, stuff the roasted sheep into a whole camel. Now cook to taste. Cook to taste. Cook to taste, yeah. How long? Which taste? That's my question. It's <laughs> about eight of them in there. So you do that in the microwave? <laughs> How long do you cook yeah, for that? Yeah, 30 seconds or 10 if it's not to your liking. <laughs> 10 more. Uh, we've come full circle. Full tart circle. <laughs> Pop tart circle. Well, this has been a podcast about food, mm-hmm. to the surprise of no one. <laughs> well, you know, our regular listeners, they come here for a reason, and it has to be food at this point. Because Lord knows 
the rest I'm of our I'm not sure that we have listeners or that they come here for a reason. If we do indeed have <laughs> listeners, they might just wind up here on mistake or by mistake. So, Well, I mean, they're definitely listening to a podcast that's released by mistake. So I guess that kind of works out. <laughs> I know. Despite the fact that we keep saying this will never air, Mike keeps screwing up and causing this to air. Welcome, all extremely <laughs> confused listeners. Mike is really bad at not podcasting, as it turns out. <laughs> How about There's a- apparently a new wiki called Wikidata. It's mm. part of Wikimedia. Which is part of Wikipedia. Mm. Wiki Vo- they keep adding new wikis all the time. Wiki Voyage? Hmm. Is there a Wiki Fire? Uh, jokes for nerds. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, <laughs> one... <laughs> <clears throat> glossing over that um. <laughs> all right so yeah so how about wrapping a turducken with bacon well that well, seems that to be the only logical conclusion to make great. right there right wrap with bacon maybe baste with some barbecue sauce perhaps as well <laughs> now i'm hungry does anybody ever do bacon wrapped chicken yes i have it's very good it's awesome I'm keen on beer can chicken. Mm-hmm. Sorry, beer. Can I don't think chicken. you're supposed to eat the can. <laughs> well, no, you feed the ca- chicken the can before you, <laughs> you slaughter the, it. You stuff the can in the chicken. Yes, that is correct. Unopened. But you don't put it in the chicken's mouth. That's the wrong <laughs> hole. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> the remains of the beer you put into the anyway. Um, <clears throat> I made. Uh, homemade chicken tikka masala the other night that was that was good if a lot of work yeah makes me and want chinese I, or not chinese makes me <laughs> want an indian food yes it wasn't quite as good as the local indian place but it was it was uh pretty close a for but, effort uh, well you know it, it took some time to find where i could get the masala spice but uh just so happens there's a spice store down the street from me which I had driven past many times and never noticed. Spice World? Penzi's Spices. Should be called Spice World. And then I've also nailed down all the things that I need to make Chipotle-style chicken, rice, and pico de gallo, so I can make that also good. Very limey and cilantro-y, as one would expect. I'm gonna, going to put a turducken in my in our Amazon cart so my wife asked me about it <laughs> excellent <laughs> I didn't can, wait you can buy an Amazon sells turduckens mm-hmm. well, I mean are they at that's least not, refrigerated when they come to you that's not the traditional way of obtaining a turducken well I'm, I, I'm not going to debone three different I'm types sorry. of birds turducken dog food 12 count case now you can't subscribe to this for some reason <laughs> no, you also. Boy, this is this is a heck of some dog food. Thanksgiving Day dinner dog food. Grammy's pot pie dog food. Like what? Who's spoiling their dog with this stuff? My goodness. Fur babies. Rot- rotisserie chicken flavor with bacon and cheese. Savory delights in meaty juices. <laughs> Chased mm. by uh, whatever poop they could find in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fish and aquatics. Hmm. Turns out you can't actually order fish on Amazon. Small animal. Oh, this isn't. See, this whole category is 
small animals, birds, reptiles, but you can't actually order these animals. It's just stuff for them, which isn't as fun. Horses? Can I order a horse? Can you prime me a horse? <laughs> uh, probably not. In all fairness, Amazon should team up with like a dog shelter so that you could like Amazon Prime a dog, and they would just adopt the dog hmm. on a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you gotta rotate them out. <laughs> yeah. New one every month. Mm. I have friends who do fostering for dogs. And, well, it's uh, basically the same thing, but without. Yeah, but I could never do perhaps that. Perhaps the you know moral dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, because I assume you're having to clean up a lot. Well, we would just, we would if we fostered a dog, we would probably then end up with another dog. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I, I don't think I could could have the dog in the house for longer than a couple of weeks without me wanting the dog to stay. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of why I don't do this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm easily attached to dogs, so. You should see it when my wife and daughter go to the humane shelter. The, do, they, uh, do they frequently go to the humane shelter? Yes. No. I, I often get texts from them. Look at this. No, no, no. See, and they're painting you to be the bad guy, right? Because <laughs> your only choice is no. Perhaps, perhaps they are. Why did they visit the humane shelter so often? Because, like, that's not a place that I would think of just like stopping by after work. Um, actually, ours is pretty much that way. You can stop by. You can take a dog out into their yard and play so with they're it. Basically, window shopping dogs that. Hmm. I always, we always window shopped our pound puppies I mean we would go mm. for week after week if we were looking for one mm. until we found the right one mm. forever home mm-hmm. mm. by the way I checked for if there were any Lemieux mats or Houston Andrews and I could not find any that's good there is another Andrew Houston same spelling and everything but I think I have displaced him more or less in Google results. Hmm. As discussed on previous episodes of this particular program, my name is not unique. Well, you know. Sorry. <laughs> yes, because and for those of you who are unaware, um, my last name in French is uh, the best. And so it turns out it's kind of a popular French last name. Hmm. Hmm. And, you know, Matthew is a nice, appropriate Christian name. So it kind of bounces around and sticks around. So I'm not alone. There are many, many, many Matthew Lemures in the world. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if you ever need to steal someone else's identity, you're all set. That's true. Although it's usually recommended you change your name when you do that. Well... Although, the novelty of not changing your name might throw them off the path for a little while. Right. <laughs> One step ahead. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I kind of hesitate to tell this story, but I'm going to anyway. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> my, my, father's, my father's name is Elzear Lemur, and that's spelled E-L-Z-E-A-R. It's a French saint. And that's where name. the name comes from. It is exactly. It's a heck of a name. Um, he's a junior, so you know his dad. <laughs> name has like a that, you don't say all at once. 
I was lucky enough to avoid the, being a third. That's but, good. He- <laughs> so we move from eastern Texas to eastern Tennessee uh, between my sophomore and junior year of high school. And within about three months of us being in Tennessee, one of our one of the credit cards starts getting declined. And we're not entirely certain as to why. And they're, the the credit card company is calling up and is basically saying, oh, you know, we, we have these outstanding bills for you and, you know, we're ceasing your transactions until you pay them up. Now, my dad is not, my dad hasn't had a late payment on a bill in 30 years. He's not that kind of guy. Turns out there is another LZR Lemire in Eastern Tennessee. And hmm. it's like, I, I, you couldn't make that up. Like how on earth is there, there yet another person who happens to have this particular name who we are not related to at all. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know any of their family members, not from the same place in Quebec, just no relation at all. And there he was. Hmm. Well, was technically his dad had the same name. I'm right? not sure. No. I thought your dad was a junior. He, well, okay. So, yeah, inside the family. <laughs> so, I was going to say, we've already found wait a, three. Wait a minute. All right. So, there's All right. a third. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no. Go to work. Oh, yeah. so pedantic. Where? Podcast Sir, um, I think you'll find technically. <laughs> so, I, I purchased a bell. Because, of course, you have to have a bell if you're going to do proper podcasting. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And, unfortunately, the the bell doesn't make the happy you've made a joke noise. Mm. It mm. makes the rather unhappy, I'm sorry, you've misspelled a word at the spelling bee. Uh-oh. Mm. It is a little low. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got to get, uh, get one of that. Or higher. I need one that's got a much, much brighter tone. See, see, here's the thing. When you're Amazoning for service bells, there aren't any, like, sound samples. But this is an important consideration. So, I, I don't know. Maybe we need to start a service bell, um, you know, storefront mm-hmm. and have sound samples of everyone. Or maybe we should review them and put yeah, them up on our be, blogs. You know? So, this is the, this is the Office Depot. Top, top four service bells. This is the Office Depot branded call bell oh see mine is the staples branded call bell yeah clear tone which is true they advertise for clear tone and it's definitely got a clear tone but as opposed uh, to what other kind of tone well how how would a service bell not have a clear tone are are you stuffing newspaper up inside of it like i don't understand exactly if you over compress the bell sound you know if it clips artifacting and (laughs) it'll alias and then yeah, you gotta sample the bell at 192 kilohertz or more. Yeah, I mean you gotta gotta be able to get a good sound out of the bell. Yeah, yeah. here um, at servicebells dot shopping, we offer sound samples of service bells that are encoded in flack, so that they uh, right. preserve the highest fidelity. I have the Sparco nickel plated call bell, which is the cheapest bell you can find on Amazon. Hmm. Yeah, seeing that. See, that's a strategy. Went for cheap bell, and it's a little too low. It could be brighter. <laughs> could be brighter. Yeah, 
This is like the, that's like the moderate choice. Here. <laughs> I, f- I feel like tweeting to the wire cutter and asking if they have a service spell recommendation because they probably do. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh, we've been testing this. We'll have a roundup shortly." Here, uh, well, I mean, this is an important element of podcasting. I've got my Yeti. I've got the bell now. I, I'm all set, except for the you fact have a Yeti? that the bell. Of you, course, I have a Yeti. You have a the, Yeti, even despite prof- all the kerfluffle about the Yeti. The professional podcasters, Mike. What are you talking about? Having a Yeti is like a faux pas now. It's like wearing white after Labor Day. It says blue. It's a blue microphone. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. Mine's an Audio Technica. I mean, do you not love my dulcet tones? Mm. So dulcet. <laughs> so dulcet. You know, they're very clear tones as well, much like your bell. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I've spent a lot of time making sure that I have nice, clean tone. <laughs> clean, dulcet tones. What does dulcet even mean? Dulcet de leche. There you go. Show title. <laughs> Well, here's the problem with Bell. Now you've got a Bell microphone combination. So you could get the right Bell for the wrong microphone. What I'm imagining now is just a mic that has a Bell on it. And that would really simplify the problem. It's mic'd up on its own mic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, could you have a digital... For example, you know how people have analog mute switches, but I have like a digital one, which is to say I press a button on my keyboard and it mutes it. Maybe I should just have a digital service bell where it just plays the sound bite mm-hmm. and then you exactly can adjust right. it you want a button on the front of the microphone that you can just press right well i think what you want is bell.app because then you could adjust the frequency at which it rings mm. you know depending on your mood and you know your fellow podcasters because right. of course and you know you not can all adjust the amount of muffling you do by hand so that you get you either get the or you get the or you get the <laughs> this is important for comedy guys mm. You know, well, you don't want to over-muffle the bell, because then you just start, like, doing whatever this is. That's not that's not good. That's not good sound. We are in that's s- not a clear tone. We are in search of the canonical podcast bell tone. Yes. So, listen, listeners, listen, please listen. contact us. No, no. <laughs> I found it. This is, this is a heck of a bell. Victorian-style desk bell. Ooh. Look at the look at look at the marquetry on that. That seems ridiculously over ornate. <laughs> Hector's Hector's bell from Breaking Bad. Thank you. <laughs> or I don't know. That, perhaps, you got to look at the bottom of that. That's pretty rough. That is a rough bell you're looking at here. Perhaps instead of a service bell, we should simply have handbells. Although at See, that point, we might as well get an entire set of handbells and just be I, a handbell choir. I debated about that. But I thought it might be a little bit too much, and I didn't want to go to the teacher supply store to get one. And it's just that next, seems like next a lot podcast. Of work. I'm going to have a tubular bell and just play it. Play the McDonald's theme and rip off three guys. Tubular bells. That reminds me of Pure Moods. Anybody remember Pure Moods? Volumes one and two seems like no. From the this was one of the. I have no idea if it was actually produced by Time Life, but it was one of those Time Life-esque. Uh, New Age music. Yeah, you know, ambient. Released by Virgin Records. Music. Um, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. But television commercial. It just remembers, exactly. It was, I remember the television commercial. And the only reason I bring this up is because one of the songs wait, wait, wait. that, wait, wait, of wait, course, wait. was Track featured was Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells. Track right. one, however, on the original release, Return to Innocence by Enigma. <laughs> This brings a bell. Mm. Yeah. I will say that the uh, the second one, or excuse me, I, I lie. 
uh, the their first one had it too. The the theme from the mission by uh, Marconi. Very very good. It's a great song. The theme to the mission. Yeah, it's a film. Um, but not the mission about, theme. That's different. That's a John yeah. Williams one. Yeah, yeah. Also good, but perhaps not good for spacing out in your new age, whatever, you know, fugue state. Yeah, you know, this was trance before trance was around. Right. Whatever that is, I don't know. Tr- I don't know. I just remember trance. this was one of the first times I heard Anya was probably inside this commercial. Oh, okay. Yep. So can I get your verdict on my bell real quick? Oh, please. Yeah, okay. Of course. Yeah. See, that seems like a canonical Perfectly hotel acceptable. bell. Uh, 10 out of right? 10, that clear tone. That right? does. That, that's, the, uh, that's the canonical uh, over here, please. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would ring again. <laughs> that's the canonical. I've been standing at this desk for 10 minutes, and I'm soaking wet with rain. <laughs> I would like to be checked in. <laughs> The, can I see the manager bell? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would say tone, 10 out of 10. Attitude, 10 out of 10. <laughs> I don't know. What are, what are our ratings here for tone? Obviously, clear is at the top. Yeah. It's kind of like got an extra ring to it. It kind of has its normal... It's a little bit of resonance. Single tone, and then kind of another ringing comes out of it. A little bit of resonance, yeah. Well, you'll, you'll have you have that. to have importance of the upper harmonics of your bell. Right. I'll tell you what. Between talking about tone and clear, I I feel like we're in Scientology now. Hmm. Oh. How did we? How did we get here? And why all of a sudden am I being sued? Maybe Matt. Perhaps your bell is simply pre-clear, and it (laughs) needs to be audited. Well, let's get it hooked up to the machine right away. Yeah. Well, and then you adjust the tone arm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. It won't be clear then, will it? I mean, well. Yeah, it's well, no, you adjust the tone arm until it is clear. Oh. Well, so it's false advertising? It says clear then tone you, right here then, in the box. Then you give it the superpower rundown. Mm. So level 24, right? Of course, rundown like that, you don't do all at once. Mm. Listen, superpower rundown, that's going to cost you, all right? Like, they put that on at the factory. I have to talk to my manager about that. <laughs> oh. All right, we should probably wrap it up. We're at an hour ten. Oh, that's a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. I strip the silences, it should be pretty close to an hour. I'm sorry, what? That doesn't seem moral. S- strip the well, silences? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't approve mm. of that. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just strip all of your what audio. Does... <laughs> that's That'll probably a much better option. <laughs> we should just release one... <laughs> One episode where someone's audio track is deleted, and then people just think they're going insane. No, I, personally, I think that one of these days we just need to have Mike on this podcast alone mm-hmm. to uh, to make up for the sheer amount of time that we have stolen from him. Mm. So, like, I think that he needs an appropriate amount of airtime, and that the jackals aren't particularly, you know, forthcoming. So, we just need Mike on a podcast, sitting quietly. Ringing my bell every once in a while. <laughs> because it's really funny. It's a good joke. <laughs> I know that because you're ringing the bell. Well, I can read off a list of Kansas rivers or something like that. <laughs> the, uh, the ingredients of you who? I mean, mm-hmm. we've, got, we've got large lists that we need read. Certainly <laughs> glad you could join me this evening. Top 25 discontinued cereals. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's always the uh, Wikipedia list of list of lists. 
Hang on. Anim- animals that you can stuff inside of other animals and cook them? Okay. Yes, I am on Wikipedia's lists of lists. No, 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 no. Not lists of lists. Lists of lists of lists. Well, I That's missed that. List cubed. Hmm. Three dimensions. List of lists of lists. Okay. Is, uh... What's his face? Franz list on here? See? It might be. Let's see here. Let's go into, uh... Performing arts. And there it is. Lists of composers. And I bet you he's on there. Hmm. Well, truly, what can't be put on a list is the question. Well, the canonical item that cannot be placed on a list. Hmm. List of lists of lists of lists does not exist on Wikipedia, though. I know, isn't that sad? Well, I it think, would only contain this other list, so... I think that Doug then, Hoffmeister... Or, uh, Hoffster? Hoff, I don't even know how to say his name. The Godel Oscar Bach guy. He would be sad that there isn't a further... Well, and if it list. if it only list linked to list of lists of lists, then it wouldn't be a list because there'd only be one thing. That's not a list. I enjoy that this list of lists of lists article says that it's incomplete, but it <laughs> seems pretty complete to me. <laughs> oh, I mean, food and drink lists. Oh well, lists of beverages, lists of prepared foods. This is <laughs> these lists are basically our show notes, so just link to those. <laughs> Lists of restaurants. Lists of Canadian pizza chains. <laughs> pizza, list, pizza. List of rice beverages. Hmm. Hmm. I have never had any of these. Hmm. Not even sake. <laughs> list of biker bars. Thank you. Very useful to me. Just saying, there's a lot of important information that Wikipedia offers you that you are simply unaware of. Uh-huh. Lists of revolving restaurants. <laughs> and how do I get to that information well i think the easiest way is to visit our show notes which you can find <laughs> by going to our website which exists mm-hmm. that's correct i don't know what it is though this will never this air. will never air dot soy <laughs> this will never air dot rice beverages mm-hmm. it's, it is just this will never air dot com isn't it uh-huh sometimes it's not complicated sometimes but anyway. Shockingly, no one had that domain. There you go. So This uh, will never air dot limo. This will never air dot com. This is episode number 26, probably. Is it? It is. 26. This so week's episode go. was brought to you by Yoohoo, uh, Choco Charm, um, and uh, Clear Tone. Can we, we, need, we have to make up a company called Clear Tone now. They have to sponsor every episode. I think that's a real company. Sort of like, well, you, uh, you guys have watched Computer Show, right? The the Prodigal. I watched a little bit of it. Well, you know how it has the uh, the um, fake sponsor at the beginning, and it changes every time. Mm-hmm. Like the slogan for the sponsor that would that would be a thing. Well, we would have to be. It would have to be clear tone bells. Well, right. Well, no, it could just be clear tone, and it could you know. Mm. Clear tone, rediversifying disruption since 2007. Clear tone, Gunga Galunga. 
<clears throat> Clear tone. Redeploying YCBCR. Well, you spelled turducken wrong. Ooh, wait, what? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> In your title thing, you spelled turducken wrong. Uh, no, I didn't. Where? Hold on here. Okay. This is the canonical spelling of turducken. It is? Looking. I am yeah. looking. I am not seeing. There. Uh that's how oh. I spell yeah, that. That looks right. That looks right okay. to me. Well, on Amazon, it, that's where I saw Durduck Hen. Well, Amazon is frequently wrong. Yeah, the, mm. li- the link to Amazon in the show notes is, is most assuredly wrong. There's a, I mean, did, listen, did, did you buy an Amazon Fire Phone? Um, no. Hey, don't see? call it a callback. Wrong. wrong. Mm. Well, I don't think anyone's going to be calling back on one of those. Mm. Hey, yo. You got served. I don't know. Anyway, that's all. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, listener. Thanks for listening and recording. You can find us on Twitter. We have Twitter names. Indeed. I I don't know what they are, but I'm sure you can find them in the show notes. I have two first Twitter names. I uh, I don't. (laughs) Good night, Michael Lawrence. Sing us out, Mike. Oh my my mic or my headphone cord was up against it, so it killed it too quick. Uh oh, you got pre muffled there, prematurely muffled. Poor Bell. That tone wasn't clear. <laughs> you have you have deprived it of its full sonic brilliance. <laughs> uh, boy, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that, <laughs> I would have one nickel. <laughs> Uh, gunga galunga. <laughs> JSON. XML. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a list of programming no, programming languages is going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. No list of the week. I wonder if there... So there's, there's JSONX, right? Which is how you express JSON and XML. But is there a way to express JSONX in JSON? <laughs> JSON X. Yes, it's called JSON. (laughs) Well, no, but no, but you have to. hmm. I'm just thinking, how ridiculous can we make this? I don't understand it. It doesn't. Doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't think IBM does make sense. IBM's default translator does JSON X to JSON. Well, no, but I. See, I want to encode JSON X within JSON. So, oh, like, okay. what? Where's where's a canonical JSON X data structure? And then I want to JSON examples. Hmm. Anyway, you don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just so angry. <laughs> I am. Well, you that's don't... the point. Like, what? <laughs> Just use JSON, right? Or just or use XML. XML. <laughs> Pick one. This is like, it's such a hacky thing, right? I do like JSON has become so popular that it's no longer Ajax. It's Ajaj. Ajaj. Well, thank God nerds listen to this podcast because Lord knows. If you have any questions about JSON, we of course recommend that you contact JSON Becker, who 
is uh, he's located at his desk, which is moving up and down frequently. <laughs> I wonder if you can encode jQuery in JSONX. All right, so let's see here. List. Can I use JSONX in PHP? List of strange encapsulations. <laughs> see, this the problem. <laughs> there's many problems. XML. Flyable problem. <laughs> XML does not translate to data structures. Right, because it's a markup language, not a. So, for example, they've mm-hmm. got a phone numbers array, which arrays have an order, and then you encode it into XML, and now there's no order. But yeah, but, but there's the DOM, right? Right. <laughs> But the DOM has no order. I'm sorry, are we talking about a gangster now? It's mafia? What's going on? <laughs> the, the DOM? Hmm. No, you're, you're thinking of Dom DeLuise. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. That makes sense, well, but yes, not the you're looking for. I always confuse him and the, uh, the chef from uh, Louisiana. Emerald Lagasse? No. <laughs> Close. Close. Uh, the, not, the I, not, it's the I guarantee guy. Like, I know that I can see the fat, you know, black bearded fellow with the funny hat, and I can't place a name. I don't know what's going on, so. The chef. I mean, we're not, we're not talking uh, the little... I don't know why I think that because they look nothing alike. <laughs> they Giada? Don't? Oh. Giada hmm. de Laurentiis? Justin West. Justin I don't know who that is. All right, hold on here. Let's get this. America's guy. Test Just Kitchen. Um, well, that's a pretty popular name there. And, and some of these men are awfully attractive. <laughs> Which way? Yeah, no. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, what did I say? Justin. Wait, hang on. I found it. Justin Wilson. Did I say Wilson. West? Okay, hold on. Let's, let's get the right I, name getting on here. I found JSONX.js. It's, it's a thing. Uh, Justin Wilson is a uh, IndyCar driver. Apparently, he is dead. Well, that's unfortunate. But he's, uh, well, he was an awfully attractive man as well. Hmm. Here's the guy I'm thinking of. What's his name? View image. No, view page. He looks... The Louisiana chef, chef who looks like Dom DeLuise. Paul Prudhomme is who I was thinking of. Mm. Well, technically I was thinking of both of them. Because I was... Yeah. I was mixing the, the catchphrase with the person. I guess... I, I honestly well, don't remember him ever having a gray beard. Like, that's strange to me. Because he will have had it for a while. I don't, I don't pay attention to chefs, so... Yeah. Uh, did he ever have, like, a, um, a Tone Kabach-style Cajun seasoning in a in a can? Yes. Who doesn't have a Cajun seasoning? That's my question. <laughs> I think I have a Cajun seasoning. I think it's a prerequisite of being a professional chef is having some kind of seasoning. Well, drop that into the show notes. Slowly, slowly, it's becoming. You have to have a dog food. Apparently, hmm. is this a run at your Airbud thing again? 
close. <laughs> oh, you know what? I saw that seasoning the other day when I was at the store. Yeah, Paul Prudhomme's and magic seasoning. I thought it was related blend. to Ben and Jerry's because that <laughs> looks like either Ben or Jerry. I'm not sure which. <laughs> now, we do need to separate a couple of things here. We're not talking about this guy. So this is different. The trying to get a good example of this. Unfortunately, it's one of those wonderfully French last names that I can't pronounce properly and would just be foolish trying to. Mm. Um, I don't yeah. know. Um, which is not far from the, you know, there. So we, we definitely don't want to mix up these two people. We've got, uh, you know, no, well, that's, or, that's Creole, not Cajun. I mean, that's very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know when you're grabbing your uh, when you're grabbing your sea stinks, be careful because some of these look the same. Well, I think that's general life advice when you're graduating, <laughs> grabbing grabbing seasonings. You want to you know. French names yeah, make sure are you the pick worst. The right seasoning. I, I I wasn't paying attention the other day, and I got um, whole cumin instead of ground cumin, which was of no use to me. <laughs> mm. So. You gotta get the ground cumin. Rough. Just put it in your mortal and pest mortar and pestle, and there you go. Yeah, I definitely have one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a co- because that's the only way you're gonna. <laughs> can make I mold? can I subscribe <laughs> to that on Amazon? Can I get a new one every two months? Do you have a coffee grinder? I do not, mm. because we do not partake of coffee in what? this house. But you're a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I drink surge. <laughs> Just nope, pound nope. energy drinks. Nope. All the I got time. my diet coke right here. No, I, I don't I, I don't do coffee and my roommate does do coffee but he can't bother to grind it so he buys it pre ground. And then often doesn't drink it anyway because our apartment complex has a coffee maker like fancy thing and it's just easier for him to do that anyway, so I mean it's like a Starbucks vending machine, so it's fine. Here's the thing about a mortar and pestle. You get uh <laughs> There's a thing about mortar and pestles. Well, I mean, do you get the granite? Do you get the marble? Do you get the porcelain? Do you get stainless steel? Like, what is the canonical mortar and pestle material here? Wood. Here's a a bamboo one. That seems inappropriate. That doesn't seem appropriately strong. So I think it depends what you're making. So, like, you're not I'm just trying to grind up some cumin, man. You know, the, the, the marble one is for pharmaceutical purposes, right? We can oh, all well. agree on that. And the stone one, the really, really rough pumice stone looking one, that's for making guacamole with. So you're going to need something in Is between. Is that a thing? Interesting. Oh, yeah. I just uh, put yeah. in a food processor. Hmm. Thing is, the cumin is too fine to be ground up by the food processor. So, I mean, it's not fine, but it is also fine. Anyway, what happened is I just went out and bought ground cumin instead because <laughs> I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Well, my so mom gonna... was like, did you try it? Because I have a garlic press. She's like, did you try it in the garlic press? And I'm like, well, it just filters through the holes in the garlic press. So that's not helpful either. So there you go. From Williams and Sonoma, we have the canonical guacamole well, making. Molcajete. <laughs> yep. A mortar and pestle carved from volcanic rock. How much? Wait, hang on. Only only forty nine ninety five on williamsandsonoma.com. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought William Sonoma was ridiculously expensive. 
Looks like you can get a six inch one for only thirty dollars. It's a family show though. Well, listen. <laughs> if I'm gonna get a molcajete and tejolete, you go bigger, you go home on a mortar and pestle, surely. I mean, I want one that's at least as large as the Dutch oven. <laughs> I'm telling you, the the volcanic rock is important here. What if restoration hardware has a pestle? They must. Alrighty, well, uh... I'm trying to find the most expensive mortar and pestle now. I think it's about time for me to go. Oh, we're, we're gonna button this up now? Yep. I thought we buttoned it up like 15 